welcome to a special Thanksgiving episode of the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, and Mark Osterman and Joe Chung are here as well, but we have many other guests. Most of the Miles to Memories team was able to join us for the special Thanksgiving episode, including Felicia, Benji, both Ryans, PDX Deals Guy, and Ian. The only ones missing are DDG and Bethany. They couldn't make it, but we had a fun time. The nine of us discussed in Brady Bunch style the brand new premium credit card coming from Bank of America and why it's a confusing product and one that seems like it's half-baked. Plus, we'll talk some interesting stories, two truths, one lie, tell some of our more interesting travel anecdotes, and then we'll finish with what what we're most grateful for in the miles and points space top to bottom this is a really fun episode and we hope you enjoy it as a reminder if you like this show don't forget to subscribe in whatever podcast app you're listening to it in now or just head to mtmpodcast.com you can also dive in deeper into the world of miles and points with our patreon patreon.com forward slash miles to memories we have our private slack facebook content including we stream this show for our diamond patreon members as well and our meetups. Next month, we're heading to Orlando. We have four meetups scheduled for next year, including Mexico City. Our Patreon group is off the hook. We really love it. Patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. All right, let's get into the show and happy Thanksgiving. All right, we have a big team of nine people here for the Thanksgiving episode of the MTM podcast. Mark and Joe are here as well, but we have most of the MTM team I guess we should start by introducing everybody, and then we're going to get into some fun topics and play some games and all of that. So uh, as I said, Mark is here, Joe is here. You don't need to hear from them because you hear from them. I, I should I should <laughs> say, you know, we're, we're live streaming to the Diamond Group, and it looks like Hollywood Squares or the Brady Bunch with all the uh, the faces up there, so it's kind of fun. I also want to say, I also want to say that, Sean, we've been doing, we've been doing a lot of random episodes and like for the first time in like months i've been traveling and i have all these crazy stories and i haven't been able to talk about them because you know we've been doing all these one-off episodes so after thanksgiving everyone uh be ready to hear about some of the not so things that uh, have been happening on my travels or just read my angry twitter threads but let's introduce yeah. everyone else joe joe did go very angry on twitter at a certain company hotel chain let's just say that save uh, it for next week service. save it yes. for next so i see uh, felicia teaser. Felicia did not like her Hollywood Square. Yes. She dropped out and then came back. So she got she got slotted. I was trying slotted. to log in because I can't see anyone's name. <laughs> see, Felicia's so playing. She's got the strategy going. She just wants to get the right. She's waiting until she can get that center <laughs> Felicia square. for the block. She's keep dropping yeah, out and coming back. Exit and enter until I get the center one. Yep. She yeah. wanted to move into the Cindy Brady Square. Yeah. Now, Ryan is holding that. Uh, that's uh, that's Ryan who's with us. <laughs> Ryan S. Globetrotter from, from the site. He's holding up the center square. How you doing, Ryan? From Brazil, right? You're in Brazil? Back in Brazil? Yeah, we're back in Brazil. Uh, and, and it's funny. We left here a couple months ago thinking that we were not coming back. So we sold or gave away most of the stuff that we weren't taking with us. And we came back. And, of course, my mother-in-law had completely redecorated everything that was in our room. So now there's just like a bunch of uh, random angels on the wall that I wake up to every morning. And it still scares me because I'm like, wait, what? Oh, what's that doing there? It's like when the kid goes to college and the parents turn it into a workout room. They're like, hey, they're out. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> absolutely. So that happened to us. Also with us is the other Ryan, Ryan Flanagan, host of our Spending Time podcast in the MTM Patreon group, and also my favorite gondolier at the Venetian here in Las Vegas. And among like a million other talents, may I say, like I could go on forever with all of the talent you have how are you doing ryan good to see you especially deep i'm good guy. i work way too much that's the problem yeah <laughs> it's been a hectic week over there i literally just drove home bobbed and weaved new york style through traffic to make sure i got home in time thankfully i did but um i like somebody called me the flues man it's been slow though so you know i haven't been really been the flues man this week but you know keeping busy it's q4 it's buyer's club there's literally like a deal like my phone's gone off six times in the last like two minutes Be like buy this buy this go here do that my credit cards are all maxed out it's 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 crazy <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us and putting down the phone and and stop buying for for just five minutes to be to be with us. Now, in the square below him, even though people who are listening can't see this, uh, is PDX Deals guy, longtime friend of the site and a contributor. Well, you've been contributing to the site since before everybody else here, right? I mean, I think you you wrote your first article what five six years ago. I think you have me beat, but yeah, it's been a while. Well, yeah, I would have you beat. That would be that would be true. But besides me, yeah, you, you've been there uh, for, for a lot of it. And uh, thank you for, for joining us. And we know you're having some, you know, you're technically challenged with your, with your setup here. So we appreciate you, uh, you, you dealing with all of this, this 
tonight. Well, I will say as little as possible because I understand my microphone's horrible. So goodbye. And you know that Mark's just gonna rag at you the entire time if you if you do, because that's that's what Mark <laughs> loves to do. <laughs> We were talking about the show on Apple TV, uh, Mystic Quest, and there's an episode during the pandemic where uh, mythic, they're trying man. to do mythic. mythic. I don't know why I keep saying that, but Mythic Quest, and there's an episode about the pandemic and like doing Zoom chats and everything, and it was very funny. And and one person uh, reminds us of, of PDX Deals guy in particular. So if you haven't seen that episode, definitely watch it. It is amazing. Adult supervision is what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next to him is. Ian Snyder from uh, Family Flies Free, the the travel update. How are you doing, Ian? What's uh, what's going on there? You 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 in California right now? I am in my office cubicle. I thought you were in Tonopah, you know, earlier. <laughs> you're you're just randomly posting pictures of Tonopah, Nevada. I was. And going I couldn't think that you were actually today. reminiscing about it. No, you were. No. You, that's just your favorite place to post pictures of, I guess. No, anywhere anywhere in Nevada except Vegas. Yeah, I said the other day that you were LARPing, that you like you're a live action role play anti Disney, anti Vegas person uh, because I just don't believe it. I think you love these places way too much. Uh, just well, to... fact check, so fact much check. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, next to him is Felicia Kiefer, uh, occasional contributor to MTM, and we, you heard about her earlier. We uh, we love uh, Felicia. How's it going out there? You're you're in D- at home in DC now. Yep, I'm at home. Just. Um... Surviving being pregnant with twins. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on that. Congrats, Thanks. big news. You got you're dumping in the deep end right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, just, we'll just be done after this. <laughs> That's what my wife always said. She's like, "We always, I want twins, and then we can be done." And I was like, "Okay, yeah." Until, but, until you have two yeah, of them at once. <laughs> the first two years, you'll be like, "This was this was terrible." <laughs> All right, and above Felicia is last but not least, Mister Benji. And you can uh, barely see him because he's in the closet. Yes. In the dark. He likes to sit. uh, (laughs) He likes to record podcasts from a dark room. Mr. Benji sounds like a children's TV show host. (laughs) Who who would be creepy in a closet? That's what. (laughs) It's weird. The one time we did the spending podcast and uh, Benji was at a hotel. We were like, whoa, we can see you. What's going on here? It was that that setup was really nice that day. I did appreciate seeing your face there. Yeah. So as you know, Benji is another host. Obviously, he contributes to the site quite regularly. He also is the main moderator in our Patreon Slack and co-host or uh, or main host, I guess, of the Spending Time podcast. And uh, he, as we talk about, is always prepared, over prepared. So he's probably annoyed at how long I'm taking to introduce everybody. But uh, I appreciate you uh, putting up with us, Benji. Yep. Yep. Half a life is showing up. Amen to that. Well, we are going to have some interesting things to talk about. We're going to play some games. We're going to talk about what we're most thankful for. But I guess we should talk about something serious to start off with. Did you guys see uh, Bank of America is releasing a premium card? I know it's going to seem a little weird to talk about this, but I want to know what Mark has to say about it because I think... uh, Garbage. Yeah, I was was going to say it. I was going to predict that you were going to call it hot garbage. So hot, you just said garbage. Hot, wet, so. juicy garbage. Yes. <laughs> just the juice that's at the bottom of the dumpster. That's what uh, Bank of America is putting out, which I don't understand. You know, when the news first came out, we weren't sure what the welcome offer is going to be. And it looks like it's going to be 50,000 points for a $550 annual fee card. I was trying to rack my brain. I don't know if anybody else can think of this in the group, but is there a card out there that the the annual fee is higher than the bonus is worth? I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Where that's the case. This is like the one. CNB. Yeah, yeah. I, I, your standard platinum offer. Well, maybe not these days. No. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, back in the day, it was 60,000 points was the standard. That was still above the 550 annual fee, but now. Oh, true. So. The Cathay Pacific uh, Synchrony card. <laughs> okay, random. See, Benji knows all the random. <laughs> oh, that's a, Benji, say this Benji's, throw, Benji's this throwing that out there because. because that's a Ryan Zinger. Yeah, because of the massive amounts of headaches that I'm going through with them. They're they're trying to tell me that no bonus has ever existed on this card ever, even though I have screenshots from my application process. So as of right now, the application or the the welcome offer is considerably lower than the annual fee because they're giving me nothing. I've gotten a bonus on that card, so I don't know where they're getting that. Uh, in writing, Synchrony tells me no bonus has ever existed on that card. And I said, here's a screenshot to prove you otherwise. And they said, please wait for a letter to come in the mail. And this is why we don't play uh, play with the smaller banks. Now, 
I've never had any problems with Synchrony, but then again, I don't have, I only have like a cashback card with them. Well, you didn't you say, Ryan, that they gave you some of the points or they're, they're, you got a little bit of leeway or you got a little uh, progress with yeah, them? Yeah, mysteriously 25,000 points showed up in my Asia Miles account today, even though Synchrony is still telling me that no welcome offer has ever existed on this card. So somehow no welcome offer has ever existed. I have screenshots showing that I applied for an offer of 40,000 Asia Miles. And then somehow in between there, I got 25,000 miles randomly in my account today. But last I heard from Synchrony, no offer ever existed and I didn't apply for one. So it's a mystery. Well, Um, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. You're only 15K short at this point. So yeah. So (laughs) maybe I'll get it at Christmas. Yeah. Well, let's hope, you know, let's hope anything is possible. Before we talk more about the card. So as Mark talked about, it's going to come with a 50,000 point bonus after 3K in spend, a $550 annual fee up to $150 annually in statement credits for lifestyle conveniences, streaming services, food delivery, stuff like that, $300 in airline incidental credits. And then it's earning, you know, a TSA global pre-check credit, that stuff, or global entry credit. But the earnings are two points for every dollar on travel and dining purchases, 1.5 points per dollar on all other purchases. Preferred rewards members can earn more, you know, up to 2.625 points uh, for their platinum honors tier. Isn't this exactly the same earning structure as the premium rewards card that comes like four hundred and <laughs> something dollars less? A year? I was going to say, what is the difference? It's like ninety five dollar card with a more annual fee. I don't, I don't even know what the difference is. It, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, you get some credits, but the credits, if you max them out, is four hundred fifty dollars. So it's a hundred dollars, and the ninety five dollar one comes with a hundred dollar airline incidental credit. So it's actually a better card. You get priority pass. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Oh. Woo-hoo. <laughs> But you have all the other options are better, so yeah. This card also seems like uh, Bank of America has finally had a guys. Why don't we have one of these premium cards? Moment like they were just a bunch of people sitting around a boardroom saying, "Hey, all these other banks have a card. Let's just do something also." And didn't really think it through because they're offering a bunch of benefits that combine kind of the best of what I don't need more of. And the worst of what I don't want. I don't need more than one Priority Pass membership. I can't go into the lounge twice at the same time. I don't need more global entry credits. Uh, I've already paid for global entry for myself, my wife, my parents, my sister, my sister's husband. I just don't need any more of those. I've already paid for that membership with multiple cards that have it. So you take these things that I can't use more of them. And then you get the worst of the like American Express coupon book. No one wants these like piecemeal credits that you need to jump through hoops and they turn into things that you're just using them because they're there. Like, are they really adding value to your life? So in the end, I wind up with a card that earns basically the same as a cheaper card that doesn't require me to jump through any hoops. Yeah. And the travel rewards card actually earns the same without an annual fee. So at least on everyday purchases. So there's that. I mean, to your point, Capital One put a lot of effort, it seems like, over the last you know year, year and a half, they adding transfer partners, improving their transfer partners, improving their ratios, adding lounges. So at least with them launching VentureX, you could tell they put some effort into, into the product, not just throwing a new card out there. Benji, what do you think of this new Bank of America premium card versus VentureX? Well, what I think happened was Bank of America said, hey, Let's hire the guy that designed the Venture X and have him design a card with a slightly higher annual fee. Everything you're saying about the Bank of America card, you could say about the Capital One card as well. I shouldn't say everything, but uh, many of the similarities are there where, you know, with the Venture X, it's basically uh, for people who don't care about some of the premium benefits that were just named off. It's basically the Venture card. And it's the same thing with the Bank of America card. I do feel, you know, I'm not going to say anything amazing here, but anyone who is fully invested in the preferred rewards program is probably going to preach the greatness of this new elite card. And those who don't will probably do better with a, a another premium, ultra premium card elsewhere. So PDX, you are a super duper Bank of America customer. I think you have some sort of Bank of America status, if you will. What do you think about this card? Uh, I can't imagine anyone defending this as being a great card. I I will defend the Venture X compared to this. I mean, at least the Venture X has credits that offset the annual fee and some other goodies sprinkled in. I mean, this D of A card is just garbage and, you know, certainly doesn't uh, 
make me excited to try and go out and attain the new super super duper status with B of A. Isn't that didn't they just announce recently that if you have a million dollars at the bank instead of a hundred thousand and a Merrill Edge IRA, they'll treat you even better? But I think I looked through those supposed uh, benefits and there was nothing there either. Yeah, so all in all, just a pretty pretty horrible effort. Felicia, are you uh, are going out and applying for this new card? Definitely not. Definitely not. I think that's straight to the point. (laughs) I want to jump in because we talked about like the perks in the in the in the welcome offer and everything. But the ongoing spend is the part that really actually confuses me on this card. Bank of America already has cards that I feel like earn better or similar rewards with less fees. And I think the one that I'm thinking of is a small business card, but I don't see that Bank of America is jumping into this with trying to launch a premium card and and not offering anything that would convince you to actually spend money on this card. I looked at the numbers and if you have preferred rewards with Bank of America, to get gold level, you need to have $20,000 in the bank with them and you can get a 25% bonus on credit card rewards. With platinum, you need to have $50,000 in the bank and they'll give you a 50% bonus. And with Platinum Honors, you need to have $100,000 or more in Bank of America, and you get a 75% bonus. So if you have Platinum Honors status, I need to keep $100,000 parked in Bank of America, and this credit card can now earn 3.5x cash back on travel and dining. But compare that to on the Platinum card, I don't need to do anything special, and I have 5x earning on flights. The City Custom Cash, I have 5x earning. The Amex Gold gives me 4x on dining. The Chase Sapphire Reserve gives me 3x on anything that's travel. And I don't have to do anything special or have any kind of extra rewards to get those similar or better numbers with other cards. The real thing that I guess you would try to convince me with would be this daily spend, which if I had the Platinum Honor status, I could earn 2.625% cash back on daily spend non-bonus category but i would compare that to like the city double cash which earns uncapped 2x cash back on anything for no annual fee or the blue business plus which is going to earn 2x membership rewards from amex with no annual fee the card seems to me like it's only for people who don't want to do anything that doesn't have bank of america on it and they only want bank of america cards or you know you're so enthralled in their ecosystem that you just want cards that earn with them and you have no desire to actually get something that's more valuable for your everyday spend elsewhere. I mean, again, the travel rewards card from B of A actually earns the 2.625 for Platinum Honors members on everyday purchases without an annual fee. So the Bank of America itself has a card that is earning the same amount on everyday purchases. Now, the travel rewards card, that's a travel eraser card. But if you have that combined with the premium rewards card, you can transfer all those points over. Um, I have an old travel rewards card. I use that as sort of my backup when I'm doing reselling, when I'm scaling up my spending. That's a good backup card to have. I know I'm going to earn that 2.625% back um, when I maybe don't have the bandwidth on other cards. Just to clarify with the Platinum Honors, you don't necessarily have to have it in Bank of America per se. You can transfer existing assets over to Merrill Lynch and get bonuses in the process when you do it. That's what I did when I got the premium rewards card. I just moved, I mean, I had all my stuff, all my stocks in in my Roth IRA and TD Ameritrade. I just moved it all over, got bonuses for both of them and had uh, platinum honors within a month. So you don't necessarily have to move like park money per se and have it kind of do nothing. If so, if you have some stocks and you want to move them over, that can get it pretty good. As for this card, I mean, I could see getting it for one year just for the sign-up bonus, or if you have a very specific redemption, you could use that 20% savings on. But really, if you have a premium rewards card and platinum honor status, that's really all you need because that card pays for itself every year and you get all these same spending benefits. And like even right now for the past like four or five months, it had a promo where it's running 3.5% uncapped grocery from like whenever it started through the end of this year. And I've been going like hog wild on that because I'm out of all my other grocery spends. So it does throw you some extra meat on the bone too. So for me, that premium rewards card is a long-term keeper. And this one, it's okay for a year and churn it and burn it. You know, really with Bank of America, to me, you only need a premium rewards card, custom cash card, and maybe a business cash card. And that's, you're pretty much printing money with those cards. 
I think that's a good sort of range of opinions on this. And I guess the consensus, though, is that it's probably not much of a, a winner. So Mark was probably right with his initial assessment 15 minutes later. <laughs> it's, uh, it's garbage. No, I don't think it's garbage. But Straight garbage. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's garbage. All right. What of, one of the games that we like to play in some of our, like, our monthly chats that we do with, with like the Zoom on Patreon and stuff like that is Two Truths, One Lie. And this is a game that Mark really, really loves. So I'll let you set it up, Mark, and you kind of, you can tell everybody what it's all about. Yeah, so what we do is we do a travel version of Two Truths, One Lie, and uh, we'll have a couple of different people tell three travel stories. And out of the story, they'll be kind of like crazy, funny, whatever, weird stories. And two of the, the stories will be true and one will be a lie. And then we'll all have a chance to guess which one we think is the lie. And then you can play along as you're listening to, you know, we'll give everybody some time to fi figure it out and we'll take everybody's guesses live here and, and people watching in the diamond group can guess as well. And we'll see uh, who can stump us and who can't. It's always fun to hear crazy travel stories. And then a lot of times you can't tell which one's true, which one's a lie, especially when uh, Yvonne in the group is telling his diamond smuggling stories. <laughs> He got me with that blood diamond story. Yeah, he got me with that. So who uh, who wants to go first? I will. Go for it, Ryan. Okay. So if you know me at all, I worked on cruise ships for about 10 years and things get kind of wild out there. And uh, I've had some pretty wild stuff happen while I was out there. So one thing that happened is one night we were stopping for a fuel stop in St. Croix. And we were on land from like, I don't know, like 6 to 10 or something like that. So I go get something to eat. You know, it's a little dark. So I walk to this bar down the street. Then I'm walking back and this crazy guy with like these big scary looking eyes starts following me and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I was just like walking and walking and walking and then on top of that, so then it was nine o'clock and we still had a good two hours before the ship was leaving. But the port agents decided they were going to close the gate and then make us all bribe them to get back in. So we all had to give them, I think it was like 40 bucks each to get them to let us in just so we could sit in the back of their truck and they could drive us from like this from the gated area to where the ship is and the one dude had like a big gun it was pretty scary i was you know i had a couple beers so i was like you know almost ready to go but then i saw his gun and i was just like here's some money okay cool so that's one story that happened another story that happened while i was on my honeymoon in bora bora in um we were staying at limeridian we did this like cool like it was like this they drive you out to the middle of like, not nowhere, but kind of out far enough where you can like swim with these little lemon sharks and like these like stingrays. And they say like, oh, they like won't bug you. Just stand there and you know, you put your hands out like this and they swim right up and then you pat them. And then the next thing you know, I like jump on my foot. One of them like stung me on the ankle. But then the crazy part was the dude, like the guide, like rushed me and like made me like get back on the jet ski and like drove me away because he saw it was bleeding and I guess the little lemon sharks that they just swim around you and they don't bother you but like there was legit blood in the water and there were sharks so like he put me on the jet ski and like not drove me like away but drove me far enough away that he could like put a band-aid on it and like let it stop and then you know I had to miss the rest of that part and then we went on to the next part where they cooked his food so that was kind of scary and I then jump the third. In, just for jump in for a second. If anybody watches uh, Mark Rover on YouTube, he did a test where he dropped human blood in the water and then some other stuff like on four different areas. And sharks were not any more attracted to human blood than they were anything else. So people overreact. I don't know. Yeah. That dude like bum rushed me like I stole something. It was crazy. Also, fun fact I learned from the Brains On podcast for kids. Sharks can hear your heartbeat from like hundreds of feet away because they just sense the vibrations in the water so they don't even need to they don't even need your blood they find you no matter what you're freaking me out now joe thanks i know I, I mark mean, thought he was in the clear now <laughs> now you just uh, now you just scared him well, no, it's, only jaws, they, it's only jaws it's flashbacks <laughs> it's only if they want to eat you but like if you hide behind a rock it doesn't do anything also it's not like dress <laughs> it's not like jurassic park okay it just because you're not moving doesn't mean they don't see you <laughs> they're not t-rex they don't have a big head and little arms <laughs> that's right all right, story number three. And then yeah. also, whatever is... story number three is, is false. That's that's my call right now. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. And then, so the third one is, I was in Grand Cayman, and if you've ever cruised out of Grand Cayman, you know all the boats have to take little tender boats in and out. Well, there was three Royal Caribbean ships. That's who I was working for at the time. And, you know, I had been enjoying myself, let's just say. 
and I got on the tender boat to the wrong ship. Got all the way to the ship, and it's like a it's like a twenty minute process to get out there. Got on the ship, you know, I was a little buzzed, and the security like wouldn't my card wouldn't work, and they're like, "What's the deal?" And then after like to another twenty minutes, we figure out I'd gone on the wrong ship. So then I had to wait for another one to go back. By then, my uh, by the time I get back, it's like past the time I'm supposed to be back on my ship. So I like had to like run over. It was like down the other side of the, the other dock. Run over there like basically like plead with the security guard to like let me go in and like let me go back on like their last tender boat. And then I got I've made it back and then I got in trouble and I couldn't go on shore for two weeks because I got on the wrong boat and I had to like try really hard not to like show my drunkenness because if if you're super drunk and you're a crew member and they breathalyze you you're fired. So I was just like I'm sober I'm sober. Really I was like oh, I'm drunk I'm drunk I'm drunk. So. Yeah, those are my three stories. Oh, he is mad confident with that one. I don't know now. <laughs> I'm terrible at this you game. You forget, though. I am a professional actor, so. <laughs> He's played everyone in Friends. All right, all right, all right. All so right. I think I think we should get everyone's guess. But to recap, all right, story one was you got jumped? No, well, I almost got jumped, and then I had well, to like, bribe port agents in St. Croix. Yeah, yeah, like someone was packing heat, and so mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't step to them. You yeah. uh, went with that. Number two was the shark was, thing. Yeah, the shark thing of Bora Bora. And then the third one was you being drunk and was getting late. Being drunk late. and getting on the wrong, taking the tender to the wrong cruise ship in Grand Cayman. All right, I got one question. Okay. Did is one of them a blatant lie, or is or is it like you're not doing one of these things where it's like, oh, well, I was actually working on Celebrity, but I said Royal. No, Caribbean, it's not so like that. Like, it is oh, a lie okay. mixed in with some truth, though. Right. The best lies, the best lies are when you tell like a friend story. Yeah, because you know all the details and everything. Exactly, that did actually happen. But <laughs> all right, I'm I'm gonna still go with three. Let's see what everyone else thinks. All right, so all right, we Joe got Rena three. in the live chat says I think the shark one is a lie. Uh, Andrew says uh, my vote is number one. We got Ryan uh, S is number one. Benji says two. PDX says two. Ian says two. Felicia says one. Sean says two. I'm gonna go with one. So what do you? Which one is it? Two is the lie. Oh! I, I need you to go Google what a lemon shark looks like, and that's how I thought it was a lie because the lemon sharks are like giant. I had never heard of them. And no, they're like- li- these ones. These were like little. They were maybe like three feet wide, and they just kind of swam around you. It was really fun. I actually did do that excursion. I didn't get stung or anything like that. I just swam with them and had a lovely time. It was wonderful. Hmm. God bless you, you go. for yes. swimming with those sharks. Not not something that I would I would do. I did swim with sharks. All you want, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, who's who's next? Who's telling their stories next? I'll do one. Okay. Okay. So story number one: I stayed in the same hotel as my uncle without knowing in advance that we were both going to be there at the same time. So accidental vacation wound up in the same hotel as my uncle. Story number two. I was once picked up by an ex-girlfriend while hitchhiking across the U.S. Where, was she Still, an Uber driver? No, that would have been cool. <laughs> no, just going down the side of the road. I'm standing there with my thumb out. There you go. Pulled over and picked me up. I'm sorry. Number Who still hitchhikes? I saw a hitchhiker yesterday coming back from Southern Ian's California. Dad. Ian's picked, dad. He doesn't anymore, but I picked one up last month, so... There's some out there. Yeah, Man, you guys are Murder brave. Mountain. I'm, he picked him up on Murder Mountain. I'm so I'm so afraid to pick up hitchhikers. But, the hitchhiker uh, is wearing Ian's skin right now. Yeah, those are you. Those are you. See? Those are, those are you who are dark closet just went real dark. I knew those that hair you, looked a little off today. Those of you who aren't on Patreon can't even see it, but yeah, we're not looking at Ian's face because it's all gone. Uh, number three. I wound up paying extra for a taxi because my drunk friend was negotiating the price up instead of down. Negotiating the price up. What country was this? China. Huh. All right. Anybody else have questions? Yeah. Joe, you're you're king of questions. I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm I'm just like I just wanna I just wanna pick story one because like the other two are interesting. It's like, oh, I booked the same hotel as my uncle. Like, who cares? It's like, it's just like so boring. I really hope you have other stories, and then you're like, I got to come up with the other two. One. The other two stories, I would, I would want to hear the long version. Imagine walking into breakfast in the morning and seeing your uncle at the hotel breakfast. That's kind of crazy. 
Now, I mean, if, 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 if the uncle had, like, their suitcase with them and stuff like that, then... <laughs> and their then you might be a little bit upset about it. <laughs> Disowned. Like, if you both live in the same state and you're just, like, visiting, like, a, a beach town, it wouldn't be that impressive. But if you're, like, if you live in Florida and it's in, like, Montana, that'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, or if your uncle's from Europe or something, that might be crazy. Yeah. I'm going to go with number I'll, one. I'll, I'll add a detail, since you seem stuck on... Well, now, now you're just, now you're just, all right, all right. Are you going to add a detail each to number one? No, I'm going to add it. I'm going to tell you that the hotel was in South Africa. All right. So that's why it was kind of interesting. Hey, that could be a, he could have just told you that extra detail that he just made up to throw you off. Yeah, I'm going with number one. deception. Yeah, I'm going with number one. I'm going with three just because taxi drivers in China generally don't want you they don't but there are some that do kind of charge you more so like at the airport and stuff but i'm gonna go three all right we got felicia but the country <laughs> all right so felicia's going three ian's two pdx is two benji's two Flan- ryan flanagan's three i'm going one i'm gonna i'm gonna go with this solo oh joe's going one two number Lena's one is three. a lie yeah nice see the extra add-in i knew it yeah, get out of here, South <laughs> so, Africa. Like, oh, I no, saw my uncle at the so hotel. This, Whoa, it's so weird. So this actually <laughs> happened where a really good friend of mine was staying in the room exactly above me at a hotel in South Africa. Totally not planned. So it wasn't my uncle. It was my friend. There you go. Oh, uh, so how was that? How long did you ride with your ex-girlfriend after you got picked up in the car? Uh, about 15 minutes. <laughs> wait, wait. What happened after 15 minutes? <laughs> Uh, she had she needed to turn off and, and go to work and and drop me at, at where she got off the highway. Sure, That's a, sure. She, a she, fifteen minutes. She didn't have to work until she, she saw it was you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was fine. We were on good terms. That is pretty crazy, though. <laughs> so the story for number three though is fun, and I want to share this story because Sean was saying, you know, how about normally like you don't really negotiate taxi prices in China. Except for late, late at night when everything has closed and there aren't a lot of taxis, they'll turn off the meter and you need to negotiate the price in Beijing. So I'm trying to negotiate with this taxi driver and he tells me like 50 and I say 25 and he says 45 and I say 30 and my friend comes over, no way, man, we're not paying you more than 75. And of course the driver's like, 75 it is. <laughs> Did you make him pay? Make <laughs> oh, him pay absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're paying for that one. Nice. All right, Price we got... just doubled. All right, well, this is our Thanksgiving episode, and that's why we have everybody together. And Mark and I thought it would be cool for everybody to kind of talk about what they're grateful for in the world of miles and points. Obviously, the pandemic has like changed things a lot with us having bigger stashes, with programs devaluing, with huge bonuses everywhere. The way we earn has changed, the way we, you know, get a lot of people into buyers clubs, so many different aspects of this hobby. And I thought it would be interesting for us all to kind of give our perspective on what we're most grateful for, whether it's the big, the best play, the best places, the best things. So who wants to start us off? I am uh, grateful. One good thing, like silver lining, I always look for silver lining and things. And one good thing that came out of the pandemic is Airlines getting rid of, you know, uh, cancellation fees uh, for award tickets and even cash tickets, like free changes, free cancellations. They say it's here to stay, which we all know is a lie. And uh, they'll be back at some point when things get back to normal. But for the time being, I'm enjoying it. It's like everything is Southwest Rapid Rewards, which is fun. And you can book stuff and if prices drop, rebook and or you can just speculatively book and, and not worry about it. So I think that's pretty great one of the most customer friendly things airlines have done in a long time. So I hope it stays around a long time. I doubt it will, but I'm definitely thankful for that, especially with all the turmoil in the world and living in a COVID house right now. You know, if we had flights booked, I would have been grateful that I could cancel them this week, but I'm not flying anywhere till next week. So I'm good. Joe, you want to go? Sure. We can just go in uh, Hollywood squares order. I'm thankful um, for the community. I'm, I'm just thankful uh, for the chance to, chat with two of you nine jokers every week and the rest of you on special occasions. Um, but I, th- I think the community is probably the best part of this hobby right now. I am very excited and thankful that I- I'm starting to travel again, but uh, without travel, 
still just uh, being a part of this community, all the people that uh, we have so much fun with, uh, I'm just really thankful for. So uh, thankful for all of you and thank for all of you out there listening. I should piggyback off that because, you know, we have a a community that's willing to help people out. And I just got a message from one of the people in the the Diamond group, and she was looking for a, a specific toy for her kids for Christmas. And it's sold out everywhere, can't find it. And she sent a message to the group because she knew there's a lot of resellers and they're out at the stores all the time. And, and uh, of course, a person from Detroit area, because we're the best, found a couple of them for her and shipped them to her and took care of her. And now she's got, you know, she can make her kids dreams come true this holiday season. And that that came solely from being a part of this community and group and everything. So it's pretty awesome what people are willing to do in this space. And, and I agree with Joe. Ryan Flanagan. Yeah, I'm thankful that this hobby allows me to basically live above my station in life. <laughs> it's like, you know, some of the people that I'm in some groups with, they make a lot more money than I do. Like, I have a, I have fun jobs, but I wouldn't call them rich people jobs by any means. So at least when I do these things and I go places, I at least get to pretend that I'm like a big deal or that I'm like Snazzy McSnazzerson. So that's cool to at least kind of like <laughs> get to bite at the apple for a while, you know, and not like worry about oh like can i like afford this meal or can i go do this i'm like yeah i you know didn't spend any money on the flight or i didn't spend any money on the hotel so i can splurge on stuff you know so i'm really grateful for that and then during the pandemic you know the ability to changes that came that allowed you to kind of cash out some of your points whether it was for food groceries money that was that was good very good is a snaggy snazzy mcsnazerson uh technical term that's right. It's know. the um, it's a, it's short for Snazzy Albert McSnazerson. It's full title. Esquire. Snazzy A. Snazzy the fourth. Yes. The Flanagan. The uh, the rewards from the hobby allowed you to buy that. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal T-shirt you had your eye on for a few years, right? Yes. Instead of McLovin, no. you should get a fake ID that says Snazzy's McSnazerson. Oh, I will. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, Ryan S. What what do you got going for thankfulness? Uh, I would say that um, having points and miles has really uh, eliminated a lot of what would be huge stress in my life and my wife's uh, over the past few months where she graduated from vet school. We moved out of Brazil, thought we weren't coming back. Now we're back here. She went to an internship. I kind of bounced around visiting some new countries. And these are all things where... Life was kind of up in the air while we were waiting for her to either find a second internship or, you know, then it didn't pan out and we had to figure out where we were going to go. And I keep thinking that if I had had to do all of this last minute with cash, the prices of, you know, booking a last minute international ticket to, you know, get from the U.S. back down to Brazil as things kind of fell apart in our plans would be extremely stressful and, and a lot of people that, you know, would create major financial hardships, but we were able to just, you know, make an award booking using points and get ourselves back to a place where we could spend the next few months as we reestablish a plan for our lives. So I'm really lucky and fortunate and consider myself very, very fortunate that I had points that I was able to use for airline tickets that I didn't have to worry about charging a, a last minute international ticket on my credit card and then how long is this going to take me to pay it off uh so i consider myself really lucky to be uh in this space and, and know about this because it really saved a lot of stress for us i thought you were going to say i don't have to sleep in hammocks on rooftops anymore when i travel no i would still do that <laughs> i know i'm just kidding uh how about you benji um, first of all i'm thankful for uh high scale point earning methods you know Big and small, old and new. Some stuff has died. A lot of stuff hasn't. New things have appeared. It's easy to good old days it and say that, you know, things were better before. But I think in many ways things are better than they've always ever been right now. Uh, and uh, I'm thankful for that. And it's an adventure every day. Come on. You want to say enjoy it. that? You can do uh, it. And uh, say the it. other thing I'm thankful Amex. for. <laughs> and, well, that's I've, I've done that enough in, in my articles, but. Uh, the other thing I'm thankful for is, uh, at least these last few years is traveling without having to get on a plane. I've been, I've really loved that. And, uh, it took this group to get me back on a plane in a few weeks. So I guess I should say thanks for that. Uh, so there, there you go. go. That's, that's, that's what I got. You knew we we're not right. going to let you stay off a plane, Benji. Come on. That's not, that's, that's <laughs> even if Mark Correct. doesn't know what kind of plane it is. 
I do think it was kind of cool, like with all this to kind of fall back in love with the road trip and, and checking out areas in your local vicinity, like in your state or in the bordering states and stuff like that. And going to national parks. I think a lot of people rediscovered the love for that. You know, we're so used to doing all international or, you know, flying long distances or going to places that we wouldn't normally get to go. And, and we kind of overlook things that we could do on a on a short weekend. So I think that was a kind of a, a, another silver lining of all this. But how about you, PDX? Thankful for a, a new microphone coming to you next week? Didn't I buy you a microphone already? <laughs> yeah, you didn't bring it with him, though. <laughs> you did, but I'm traveling and don't have it with me. I apologize. I'm thankful for uh, for this group. As Sean mentioned, I've been around uh, since uh, a long time ago, uh, seeing uh, what Sean's built here and uh, just, you know, to see the you know, it's just a great quality, you know, community website, uh, you know, content that uh, Sean's helped create. I'm also thankful, I guess, for Mark's laugh and especially that Joe does a great job of editing it down on the podcast each week. That's it. Uh, oh, 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 oh. yeah. Deep cuts. Those, deep that's cuts. what those noise filters are for. Let's go. <laughs> As Joe cuts that one out. <laughs> All right. How about you, Ian? Oh, I've been thankful for. Uh, it's not as I if guess, you didn't know what the question was, like as it was coming I've to us the last seven people. I've been listening it. to you guys and just had a couple of things come to mind. Mark stole mine. And it's honest. not like he got called on first either. Come on, guys. I will say the longer down the Hollywood Squares list you get, the more likely your thing got stolen from somebody yeah, else. Mine got stolen first. I've been thankful for flexibility because I've booked a lot of tickets. But next next thing I've been thankful for is able to – I've actually helped a good number of friends during the pandemic. I've had more points available, um, even traveling a bit. And a couple are just like, oh, I want to go back to California and visit family or, or something or again visit family. And so I helped make that happen for them and, and trying to get others into the – into the hobby and some that I think wouldn't really be in it, except that the world kind of turned upside down. And so I had friends who were moving out to Midwest as well. So things are changing. So yeah, not quite your Midwest mark. Midwest is where it's at. Oh, that's not Midwest. <laughs> Everything's in Midwest except the West and New York yeah. and Florida. Uh, yeah. I, I do think everybody has like huge balances because of, you know, the lack of travel and cancellations and everything. So it allows them to maybe take trips that they wouldn't normally take in or help out family members, stuff like that. And I think that that is another uh, a good thing that came out of this is or cashed them out and used it to remodel houses and all that other stuff. So, all right, Felicia, what do you got for us besides uh, thankful for twins? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about that once they're born. <laughs> Um, I'm thankful for just the ability to not have to actually save up money for trips. Like I don't have, I can put that money aside for other stuff and not have to worry about that. Do, you know, do the trips that I want to and only worry about my PTO and, uh, points values. And also thankful for Southwest Companion Pass. That's the gift that keeps on giving for so many years, right? Like I remember like 2013 and 14, oh, it's going to go away anytime. It's going to go away anytime. And, you know, they raised the requirement, what, from 110 to 125K, but that's all it's changed. And, yeah, it's an amazing benefit. And We've so gotten glad that a started. ton of use out of it. We live near Southwest Hubs, like in D.C., so seven of us, my family, really makes the flights a lot cheaper. The family that companion passes together stays together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> Southwest family. How many people? Two lap, two lap babies. So you Yeah, can, it'll be, uh, it'll be can... nine of us <laughs> next, <laughs> next year. That's the ultimate thing, like when you have a, a lap child plus the companion pass and you're like three for one over here, three for one as you're walking down, the, getting on the plane. Plus, yeah, you don't have to check in because you get the the early boarding or the boarding in between. Uh, so you never have to. That's what that, that's the thing I was most sad about when my kids uh, aged out on Southwest that I had to actually get up and check in on time. All right, I guess it's my turn. And uh, I think I'm most grateful. You better say. For- you better say you're thankful for me. That's, that's well. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're down the list, Mark. But let me start with the number one thing, and that's my Frontier Airlines Elite 100K status oh, from the status no. match. I am that wins over it. Mark. I am most grateful for that, and all I'm the, the money it saved of me this Sean's year. Life. <laughs> I mean, I am well. I am thankful for status matches. That's probably my favorite uh, little trick that I've used over the years to to do really well. But. Uh, that's not what I'm most grateful for. I'm most grateful for all of you. I mean, for, you know, PDX alluded to the community, 
this all started with just me and um you know now we have our our diamond group and more importantly like i, I do want to thank everybody in the diamond group and everybody who supported the site and everything else but also just really grateful for what for this team i i hope people listening to this show can you know understand what an interesting diverse and and fun group uh, all you guys are and not only that but knowledgeable with with everything that you do and from ryan uh s who you know is closing in on hitting every single country to ryan flanagan and his many uh many adventures on the cruise ships and pdx deals guy ian and his beautiful hair felicia with uh, all of her good disney knowledge benji being the curmudgeon sitting in the corner Joe always yelling at me for one tech mishap of my mine or another, you know, because God forbid I could actually get my technology to work. But, you know, these incredible voices. Also, DDG, who wasn't able to be here, who writes so incredibly well for the site. And Bethany as well, who's been an, an incredible contributor to us for for so many years. And, you know, this all started like with a conversation with a coworker in 2006 about traveling to Europe. And then I took my son for a year and a half from when he was six to eight to travel around the world. And then, you know, years later started miles to memories. And I'm reminded that in a few months, my daughter Elizabeth will be the same age as my son was when we left on our trip around the world. And, you know, what I'm most grateful, what this hobby is going to allow me to do starting uh, in February is to travel around the world again with my family. And that's what we're going to be doing, leaving kind of, going semi-nomadic and living part-time in Las Vegas, but living most of the time on the road and kind of doing it all over again. Like God has uh, blessed me with so many incredible people and my family and the ability to spend time with them and to see this incredible world. And miles and points just makes that easier. And uh, all the experiences from flying business class, Ryan, like like you say, like we, we rise above our station and we can fly first class and business class and stay in fancy hotels and pretend like we're important with our elite status. It all comes back to the name of the site, Miles to Memories. It really is about the memories. And this hobby has not only uh, enabled me to meet so many cool people, but to do so many cool things. And I'm so, so grateful for that. I hope that- And I Mark. Oh yeah, and Mark, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, See, I, I gotta give a shout out. I gotta, get, I gotta get a shout out to Andrew in the live chat. He. Uh, he said, Sean is thankful for thousands of hotel stays and a 48.7 average articles per week. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And, you know, that's that's the whole point of this trip, Mark, is so that I can I can get to 2000 hotels. So I can just uh, I can there just keep that keep that going and uh, be as pretentious as, as ever. But, yeah, I mean, this hobby is incredible. Like, I think each and every one of us would say that it's given us experiences and and memories and time with family and friends. And, you know, even. Uh, Benji, I think would agree that it just the mental stuff that it does, you know, to kind of make our brains stimulated and find different ways to do things and different paths and loopholes. And there's so many different ways you can go with this hobby, so many different things you can do. It's about that experience. It's about the, the journey. And that's what I'm most grateful for. And Mark, of course. So yes, I only had to beg for it six times, but I got it. And he knows he knows <laughs> I, he knows I love him. I just can't say it out loud too much too often, too often. <laughs> All right. Anybody uh, else with some parting words before we go? Uh, Yvonne in the live chat says, uh, have you ever, did anybody ever uh, in first class ask you, are you on a mistake fair? I think that, did that happen to you? Or was that Yvonne? I, I forget, somebody. I was, I was on a mistake fair where I got recognized on, on a plane and I've only been recognized on a plane twice. And it happened many years ago within like a month of each other. But I was actually with PDX deals guy. We were on a mileage run and somebody was on the same mileage run and they had seen it on miles to memories and they recognized me. So that was kind of cool that, uh, and that hasn't happened like in the six or seven years since then. So I, that's tells you how important I, I really am. But usually when I walk into business class, the flight attendants come over and say, excuse me, sir, this is business class. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's oh, the fun that's of so it, good. right? Is it, well, so do you guys ever play the, you know, the the game when you're when you're in another country flying and you, you're in premium cabin? You're like, oh, there's the travel hacker. There's the travel hacker. You know, there's the travel. You know, you're trying to spot others just like you. But yeah, they said that on my fun. flight when I asked for soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think they absolutely. I, uh, yeah, they knew. They knew. I would hope so. Yeah, they're like this guy has n has never been to Hong Kong, Joe. <laughs> You gonna let him get away with the soy sauce comment? And not say anything. I mean, it's been uh, over a hundred and whatever episodes. You know, we're we're used to it. <laughs>
You know, we have an understanding about the soy sauce now. I put uh, I put hot sauce on my rice the other night just to make you ha- proud, Joe. Hot sauce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Triggers. Sriracha or what? You put some sriracha uh, on that. Some uh, crystal. Crystal hot sauce. What? 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 <laughs> crystal hot sauce? Are you... Some Texas Pete's. See, here Joe thought you went sriracha and everything was good. And, yeah. There you go. Now, no, I knew, you should try no, it. No, I, I knew he didn't go sriracha. I was just giving him a chance. Okay. Yeah. Well, Joe, next That's okay. week. He was throwing me the lifeboat. I didn't take it. I didn't yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the last few weeks, we've had, you know, Richard Kerr talking about, you know, built rewards, some really interesting things about behind loyalty programs. Last week, we dated Disney. So we've done some topic-specific episodes. Today, we're doing the, our Thanksgiving episode. But next week, is going to be Joe's chance to rant about everything that's gone wrong in his travel life for the next few, uh, or the, for the last few months. So we, that we're back to a, ne- a normal episode next week. Joe uh, is going to talk about Marriott Bonvoy and how he hates them. I just hate the social media team. They're garbage. We'll talk about it next week. Next week. Don't I'm steal thankful, my word. though. Don't be stealing my word. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are going to say goodbye. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Thanks to Mark, Joe, Ryan, Ryan, Benji, PDX, Ian, and Felicia. I just want you all to know how much I deeply appreciate you coming on for the show. It's been so much fun. Thanks to everybody out there in our Patreon group, everybody who's in our Facebook groups, who reads the site, who supports the site, top to bottom. We all appreciate everybody out there in the community. Thanks so much for listening, watching, reading. Talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody has to say bye. Be well. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 had to be different. Be well. Can you uh, not tell three truths this time? Probably not. So <laughs> if you need one more, pick someone else. We did this in our uh, Zoom monthly Zoom chat in the Diamond Group once. And Ian, at the end, we gasped. He's like, oh, wait, I just told you all three truths. <laughs> Got a real Felicia, George Washington over here. <laughs>